Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Sermons in Progress edition of the Connections Podcast, a digital ministry of New Joy Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Chris Duckworth. Today's podcast is the podcast for Palm Sunday, Sunday, March 25th. We're looking ahead to the reading from John chapter 12 about Jesus entering Jerusalem as a triumphal king, or is he? But before we get to the reading and my initial reflections for Sunday, a few announcements for us. We have some snow coming up to us this weekend, and no, this is not a weather report, but it does impact us in that we have our annual pancake breakfast and Easter egg hunt scheduled for Saturday morning at 9 a.m. All volunteers have been asked to arrive at 8 a.m. We are, however, keeping an eye on the forecast. And if it's snowy but looks like it'll be passable, uh, we will have our event and have Easter egg games indoors. But if it looks like the weather will be ill-advised on Saturday morning, we will then instead uh, either cancel or reschedule the event and posts will be shared online, updates will be shared online and on Facebook especially uh, about the event. So please uh, check Facebook or your email or our website for updates about that event. Sunday is Palm Sunday. Worship at 9.30 a.m. And it is our Holy Week. And this year our theme for Holy Week is from death to life. As we look at and we experience our Savior's passion of his time of trial and rejection, uh, his execution, and his resurrection to new and everlasting life. And so we'll be following this story all next week, starting with Sunday, Palm Sunday, at 9.30 a.m. Our service will begin with the reading from John chapter 12, uh, verses 12 to 19, the Palm Procession reading. The service will then continue with a reading where he speaks about his upcoming death. At the end of the service, we'll be reading John chapter 18 and 19, the full passion story of our Lord Jesus. So a lot of Bible story being shared on Sunday. A lot of rich uh, liturgy as well as we will be waving palm branches, and we'll be offering prayers that connect us back to that time nearly 2,000 years ago when our Lord entered Jerusalem. Right now, I'm just going to read John chapter 12, verses 12 to 19, the Palm Sunday triumphal entry into Jerusalem portion of the reading. So John chapter 12, beginning of verse 12. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him. They shouted, Hosanna! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it was written. Don't be afraid, daughter Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't understand these things at first. After he was glorified, they remembered that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. The crowd who had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead were testifying about him. That's why the crowd came to meet him. 
because they heard about this miraculous sign that he had done. Therefore, the Pharisees said to each other, See, you've accomplished nothing. Look, the whole world is following him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Again, this is just one of the three different readings we'll be sharing on Sunday. But I want to make a few observations about this, about Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. We have to remember, of course, that Israel had a king. They were part of the Roman Empire. They were essentially a colony or just kind of grabbed into the full Roman Empire. A foreign people occupied them. A foreign army controlled their land. And that itself was considered blasphemous to many faithful Jews. It is a time of military occupation. We can often think back to our own country's history and some of the discontent, particularly after a few generations, that the American colonists felt at being a colony, not having their own self-determination, but owing allegiance and, yes, tribute, payment, back to England. Or we can think of the enslaved African Americans brought to this country against their will, and how their destiny wasn't their own to determine, but instead they were under the thumb, under the heel of others. Again, that's the political context for Israel during this time. You know, as Americans and as American Christians, we oddly enough identify with both the oppressed and the oppressor in ancient Israel. As Christians, we have some identity with the, the Israelites, with the Hebrews, with the Jews, who were there in Israel. As Jesus himself was a Jew, as we read Jewish scripture in two-thirds of our Bible, what we call the Old Testament, our story of faith goes back through those people and the good news and the promise that God gave to them. But as Americans, as Westerners, we also identify a bit with the Greek and Roman cultures. And so, as we look back at the story, I encourage us to wrestle with our own identifications. And they come in attention here because Jesus is entering into Jerusalem as a king. But again, Israel already had a king. It had a governor in Judea. There was a, a prefect in Judea, a governor up in the Galilee region. And of course, there was the emperor of the Roman Empire. But yet Jesus here is being heralded as a king in a procession that, in one sense, sure, could be a faithful act of people who loved Jesus and who loved what he was doing, who had faith in him as their savior, and so they grab what they can, palm branches, and they shout with their voices words of praise. But we also need to be aware that there's also a bit of satire or irony going on here. There's a bit of poking the bear because they're making this like, again, a mocking, but a grand parade for a king. And then on the other side of town, perhaps, we have the governor entering in town as well. And a fancy stallion and banners and so forth. Who's the king? To whom do we owe our allegiance? Pontius Pilate? The prefect of Judea? Or to Jesus? 
They're both entering town. They're both claiming or having titles attributed to them. But where are our hearts? And where's our allegiance? So they come and they grab branches and they're shouting, Hosanna, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. That, that line, uh, by the way, the Hosanna, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord, that comes from Psalm 118. And again, uh, Jesus was found riding a young donkey. And as it is written, this is in verse 15 of today's reading, Don't be afraid, daughter Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. That is a direct quote from Zechariah chapter 9. So there's this imagery, these words of praise heralding a king and a conquering warrior from the Old Testament to give context to the arrival of Jesus into Jerusalem. Of course, he's entering as a king who will take as his throne a cross, a king who will take as his crown thorns, a king whose enthronement ceremony will be a sham trial. And these words of praise will shortly be turned into cries of crucify him, crucify him. It's another one of these reversals that we see with Jesus. In the Gospel of Luke, Mary, his mother, Mary the prophet, proclaims that he has lifted up the lowly and knocked the mighty off his thrones. Jesus says in Matthew and Luke, the first will be last and the last will be first. Isaiah proclaims that the high valleys will be knocked, the high points will be knocked down and the valleys will be raised up and all the places will be made plain. Level. There's reversals, there's leveling in God's kingdom. And in the way that Jesus enters Jerusalem on a donkey, heralded by palm branches and the cries of his followers, as opposed to a grand stallion and chariot, brass trumpets, velvet banners, and so forth. The contrast reminds us of the kind of king he is, the kind of servant he is, and how that contrasts with what we tend to value, what human society tends to value. And so he's setting up here the kind of king he's going to be. As we will read on on Sunday, beginning at verse 20 of chapter 12, he will be talking about his death. In verse 21, some Greeks came to, to the festival and they made a request saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Sir, we want to see Jesus. And then just a little bit later, there he is on the cross. So let's remember these inversions that happen in faith. The king who wears a crown of thorns, the king whose throne is a cross, the king who enters on a donkey, the king who enters humbly on simple means to take his place in death and in new life. Let that frame our faithful walk this week, this holy week. As we'll also gather later in the week on Good Friday at 7 p.m. and then Easter Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Hope you can join us for all of these services. I'm excited that I think within a few weeks we'll be able to start also 
sharing on this podcast the Sunday sermons and parts of our Sunday services. We got a new soundboard at church, and it looks like we'll have the capability of recording off of that soundboard and easily plugging it into uh, a computer and converting it to a podcast. So stay tuned. But I'm pretty excited. I hope we can share more of our ministry digitally with our podcast listening base, which right now I think is a handful of people. But Jim and a few others I know out there who are listening, I'm glad you're listening. God bless you. And I hope we can provide you with more material to keep you connected to New Joy and to the word that we share at New Joy. Let's pause for a word of prayer. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, you sent your son to be a different kind of king. Send us now, O Lord, to be a different kind of people. Where kings of this world value fancy crowns and titles and regalia and power, the king you sent us rejects all of that. Where we too often in this world value security and money, titles and esteem. Give us the faith and confidence to reject these things, O God, but instead to find our value and our promise in you. Gracious God, we pray this weekend for all who will be caring for our roads and public places as the snow falls, for all who live in the streets or in inadequate shelter, for people who don't have enough money to pay for their heating bills, especially this weekend, O God, keep them safe and warm and dry. Bring them indoors, O Lord, where they might be cared for and safe from the elements. Guide and protect all those who will be working on the roads, keeping our power on and our roads clear. Uh, May their service to neighbor and to their community be appreciated by all, God. May you bless them in their caring work. As always, O Lord, we pray for peace. Bring peace upon this world where there are conflicts. Bring calm. Where there are tensions between peoples, bring understanding. Where there is violence, inspire your people to drop their weapons. Where we are quick to speak, let us be quick to listen and to understand. Oh God, cover this world with your spirit. Send your peace and your healing. For all who are sick and suffering, O God, we ask your comfort and your mercy. For all who work in medicine and sciences, for cures to cancers and all kinds of chronic diseases, we ask your wisdom and your blessing. May their work bear fruit for the healing of your people. Gracious God, bless us this day and always, and teach us always to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Sermons in Progress edition of the Connections podcast. Have a blessed weekend. Keep safe and warm in the upcoming snowstorm if you're listening here in Indiana. May you know God's love for you. The king who enters in in, well, a different way. 
but who comes bringing life and love for you and for all people. In Jesus' name, amen.